0: Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live Podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This
2: is the Truth Network.
0: To the Christian Carguy radio show.
1: I say this calls for action, and now.
0: With today's guest host, Dwayne Carson.
2: Well, good morning. I am Dwayne Carson. I have the privilege today of. Hosting the Christian car guy for Robbie Dillmore, who is with his future son in laws up in Ohio fishing. And uh, he is fishing for fish, but we're praying he'll have an opportunity to fish for some men also. Um, Hey, I've got with me today Dr. Brian Hack, and he's a football coach, and he's going to be telling us some things about coaching. And I've got with me Scott Barton, he is with Jesus. Labor of love, and uh, why don't you guys say a quick welcome to everyone? Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. We are thrilled that you're listening this morning, and I'm going to go ahead and give you a phone number because if you've got questions for me or others, uh, it's eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. Uh, Write that number down, and uh, one reason you might want to call is because with me, I have a ministry called Date the Word, Date the Word, and today's date is March the 11th, uh that's three and the verse I have for today is first John three eleven. First John three eleven, for this is the message that you heard from the beginning that we should love one another. What a great verse. And uh then there's another verse I love uh for today, especially for you ladies, but as much we can learn as men, Ruth three eleven. Ruth three eleven. Boaz is speaking. He's received a request from Ruth, and he says, "Now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Uh, what a great uh, description of Ruth's character! And here Boaz says." I know, but my town knows that you're a virtuous woman. Now, think about this. Uh, how are you known around town? So we start off with uh, a little bit about myself doing date the word. Uh, we also uh, have uh, the ability today to tell you whatever your birth date verse is. And so if you'd like to have a uh, uh, birth, your verse If you want to have your verse, call us at Um, uh, 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. I want to go first this morning to uh, Scott Barton. He's with Jesus, Labor of Love, and Scott, welcome to the program today. I'd love for you to take a few moments and tell us about your ministry, uh, a ministry, I believe, that reaches out to widows. Good morning, and thank you for that introduction,
0: Dwayne. Um, wow, what a, what a wonderful, wonderful ministry I've been blessed to be a part of for the last uh, little over three years. So what we do is we're actually a, a local ministry, but we help people all over the United States. So we're syndicated all over the country, and then there's the podcast. So we normally get most of our calls, and most of the people that we're able to help are from North Carolina, but uh, we may even have somebody call in from Utah today. Uh, We have a few affiliates out on the West Coast, but we have one lady in Washington that she just listens to the podcast. So what we do is... The ministry, like Dwayne said, is called Jesus Labor of Love, and Robbie Dillmore started it eight or nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And we actually help with small car repairs to mostly widows and single women. But there's been several men. We don't really vet anyone as long as you go online and apply. <clears throat> um, we help with small car repairs. You're, you can take your car to. Any trusted mechanic that you want, and then the mechanic calls me, and I give them the credit card number. It's small cars repairs, but we also have a few people that donate cars, and I've been blessed to be a part of five or six of those. And, of course, we make sure that they pass inspections, and and we have some mechanics that help us on a volunteer basis. So 100% of all donations... Go into this. There's no middleman. There's no cost. There's no margins at all. It's a hundred percent, and everything is volunteer. And you can go on and look up Christian Car Guy and scroll down, and it's Jesus Labor of Love. And we're always open for donations. Or if you have a car and you need a tax write off, or you just want to help, we could use as much help as possible.
2: And it's called Jesus Labor of Love. So here's a person who's in need. I've got my the car and broke down. They can go online, Christian car guy. Yes. Come down, Jesus labor of love and yes. right there make a, a an appeal to you. Yes. And you'll follow up with them. What a great ministry to help people. Um you know when a car breaks down, it's one of those discouraging moments, because usually you're headed somewhere, but all of a sudden, uh, you need help. And then the other side is, if you've got a car out there, you want to donate to this ministry, same place, go to the Christian Car Guy, that website, go down to Jesus Labor of Love, and you can help this ministry. Be a blessing to other people. Hey, we do have a phone call right now from Christian who wants to know... Uh, their birthday verse. Good morning, Christian. Good
3: morning. Hi guys. How are
2: you doing? Well, good morning. What's the birthday ver what's the birth date?
3: 917.
2: Nine seventeen. Well, let's see here. Um I am gonna give you uh Ecclesiastes nine seventeen. Words of the wise spoken quietly should be heard rather than the shouts of a ruler of fools. I love it. Isn't that yes. great? I love you know, it. People who, who talk real loud and, and try to push their way, they're not the smartest ones in the room. The words of the wise spoken quietly. Um you might also like Daniel nine seventeen. Now therefore, O God, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications for the and for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which now is desolate. What a prayer for revival. So you got two great verses, Ecclesiastes nine seventeen, Daniel nine seventeen, and um thank you for the call, Christian. And when your birthday rolls you. around I hope you have a wonderful day dating the word from Ecclesiastes 917. And if you want to hear your birth date verse, again, 866-348-7884 is the number two call. I've got with me also Dr. Hack. And one of the things we're going to talk about here shortly is a concept that we don't usually want to talk about. And that's the concept of losing, and and when we think of losing, well, I want to give you the worst reminder, the worst reminder, guess what you get to do tonight, you get to spring forward, now that's the positive, the negative is you get to lose an hour of sleep, and I want to make sure you uh, spring forward before you go to bed tonight so you're not late to church tomorrow. You need to spring forward, lose that hour. Now, here's what the Bible says, Ecclesiastes 3, 6, there's a time to gain, but there's also a time to lose. And so we're gonna talk in our next segment about uh, some things regarding losing, things that might be good to lose, Um but as I come to Dr. Hack, uh, Dr. Hack, tell us just a little bit about coaching and what it's like to be on that winning side and then the losing side. But in the next segment, I'm going to ask you to tell about a Mississippi miracle. So we won't start there, but, uh, but what's
1: it like as a coach experiencing losing? Well, thank you for having me, Dwayne. I'm honored to be invited. Um, I would say that the the beginning of my career we didn't win much i was still coaching little kids and we lost a lot of football games but it's because of those losses that i learned things that i couldn't win if things were comfortable i couldn't learn if mm. things were comfortable so that carried with me i stayed with it for a long time you
2: You're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com do-do-da, do-do-da, do-do-da. Do-do-da, do-da, do-da. Well, welcome back. I'm Dwayne Carson with Date the Word. I'm filling in today for Robbie Dillmore. This is the Christian Car Guy show, and um, we had Christian on just a moment ago, wanted to know about her birthday verse, but she also, hearing Scott talk about his ministry, Jesus' labor of love. Uh, Christian, welcome back. I know you want to say something to Scott. Yes, yes,
3: Scott. I'm actually a single divorced mother of seven, and I'm doing everything I can do to get back on my feet. Um, I live out in Harrisburg, and there's it's rural suburbs. There's really no bus stops, and I'm really anxious on getting out here in the health field to go back to school so I could continue to better my life for my children. We came a like, uh, long way from homelessness. And the only issue I'm having now is just finding a dependable vehicle that can fit me my seven children and myself so that I can just continue to go out here and grasp life, uh by the by the bull and do the best that I can to serve others as well as myself.
0: Well thank you so much for calling in, Christian. And um I'm not sure if you're aware, but you, you are actually the next person on the list to get a car. And Robbie, wow. Robbie and I, yeah, yeah, you've, through attrition, yeah. you've moved all the way up from, you were like six. But um, Robbie and I have been praying that somebody would donate a, an SUV or a, a van oh, okay. of some sort for your seven children. And we just got to have faith. Um, if you like, we can have Dr. Carson and I. We can pray right now.
2: Yes, yeah. you. Let's do that. Uh, Father, right now, we're praying for the provision of a vehicle for Christian. And thank you, Father, that when we ask you here, and we look forward to how you're going to answer this prayer request and meet this need through this ministry for this special lady. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. Christian, thank you. you. And we're going to look forward to how how God answers in a big way. Amen. Amen. Blessings, Christian. Thank you for calling in. We also have Wendy, who's called in today, having heard Scott talk about this great ministry, and she is uh, wanting to say a few words to Scott also. So good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Wendy. Good
0: morning, guys. Thank you so much for
4: having me
2: on. Sure. Sure.
4: I am just wanting to um, tell you how grateful I am for you guys. You did some repairs to my current vehicle, and I'm also on the list to get a new vehicle. Um, The one I have is leaking pretty badly (laughs) every time it rains and um, just, you know, has a lot of miles and that type of thing. And I'm grateful. Kind of like the Israelites in the desert, God has kept it working you know they he said like didn't you notice your clothes didn't decay and all of that Mm. stuff and he just brought the right thing at the right time um all along in my journey i'm a single mom as well and um so i just i wanted to say thank you for what you've already done and yesterday the lord was talking to my heart and he was like i want you to go clean out your car and i'm like now it's the middle of the afternoon like what you know what's happening and god was like i'm just i'm preparing to do something great um wow. and wow. so i just wanted to share that and just share my appreciation for you guys and everything that you're doing and i'm praying for christian too because seven kids is no joke Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's yeah she's been yeah. patient yeah
0: she's yeah. been so steadfast awesome. in her prayers and her faithfulness well wendy thank you That's so awesome. much for calling in today
4: Of course, yeah. Thank you for having
2: me. And we're going to be praying for the provision for a car for you. As I'm understanding, you're on the list. Absolutely. So, Wendy, thanks for the call today, and the Lord bless you. Yes, sir. Blessings to
4: you guys, too. Thank you for your
2: ministry. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Wendy. Hey, this is the Christian Car Guy Show, and if you've got questions, comments, uh, 866-866. 348 7884. One of the things that we're talking about today is tomorrow, when you get up, you will have lost an hour of sleep. And Ecclesiastes 3 6 says, There is a time to lose. And I've got with me Dr. Brian Hack today, and he's been involved in coaching football and um, coaching, not just football. And, uh, Coach, I I heard a statement one time from um, Johnny Bench, the great catcher for the Cincinnati Reds, the big red machine. Uh, He was asked about what's one of the greatest lessons he ever learned. He said when he was a youngster playing Little League Baseball, they lost the championship. And, boy, were they just devastated. And the little boys are out there crying. And his dad walked over to him and said, son, son, listen to me the next best thing to winning is losing and and, and bench was kind of what dad and he said son think about this Uh, you don't learn much when you win, but you learn a lot when you lose. So the next best thing to winning is losing. And Johnny Bench said from that, he began to get a worldview of always make the most of your losses. Uh,
1: What do you think about that mindset? The next best thing to winning is losing. Well, once again, thanks for having me, Dwayne. And I'm very glad to be here. I can appreciate where he's coming from there. Um, certainly you do learn things when you lose that you can't learn when you're too comfortable with winning all the time. But the thing that comes to my mind when I hear you talk about this is how the 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 week in a season, in anybody's season, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, it just reflects what we're all going through in life. And one of the things that I love doing is when I was coaching high school ball, I love coaching in the Christian high school where I can, where I'm free to talk about Jesus, and I would tell the young men, listen, a week in football season is one of the best reflections of life that you're ever going to get, because whether you're ready or not, Friday night is coming, and it's going to come, and you're and you're going to participate whether you want to or not, you know, with, whether you're ready or not, and at the end of the night, you're going to know, you're going to be able to evaluate how well you prepared. Hmm. So, uh, losing isn't fun. But a a loss on the field will remind you to prepare better. So in Christ, let's all prepare. Let's be faithful to what we're given to do.
2: How profound, Brian. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you about how Duke Blue Devils are playing for the ACC championship tonight against my UVA Cavaliers, but how losing has propelled them to where they are playing for the championship tonight. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Hey, welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. I'm Dwayne Carson filling in for the great. Robbie Dilmore, who I just got a text message from, is fishing for fish, and he's saying he's having an awesome time with his future son-in-laws, and I hope awesome also means he's catching a lot of fish. Hey, thank you for listening, and if you've got questions, comments, you want to know your birthday verse, because I'm Dwayne Carson of Date the Word, and you can call in at 866-348. 7884. I've got Scott Barton here today with Jesus Labor of Love, and he has a ministry of helping people get cars who are in need, get car repairs. You might have a request, want to talk with him. I've got Dr. Brian Heck here, and uh, he's been a coach working with football, and uh, especially in college, and we're talking about losing. Uh, we're going to lose an hour of sleep tonight. I know it says Spring four. But it's it's lose an hour of sleep. And you know, there's a lot of value in losing. Uh we we were talking about the Bible. Ecclesiastes 3 6 says there's a time to gain, but there's also a time to lose, and there's value in that. And and just to bring this home to you, uh Duke basketball. Uh for some of you, that's not a pleasant sound to hear about Duke, but you know, they are an excellent. Team. now Absolutely. I I will tell you I'm from Virginia and I, I've always pulled for Virginia since uh, 1976 uh, when they won the ACC championship I went with 15 and I'm hoping UVA wins tonight but I heard a great story last night about how this year's Duke team when they um, really came together to be at the level they are tonight of playing for the championship they lost the game down in Miami. I mean, they got beat bad, and some of you may remember that, but last night, Jay Billis tells how when they lost that game, they came back to Duke, and at Duke, uh, they go into the locker room as a team. No coaches, just the team, and for about 90 minutes, they closed the door, and they had a team meeting that talked about, we can't keep playing like this. They were looking at what caused the loss and they were going to learn from the loss and they realized they were playing selfishly and they were looking out for themselves instead of looking out for the team and they made decisions that they were going to play the game based the way the game is supposed to be played as a team and each person would do their role and in doing their role and being responsible for their role Look at Duke. Here they are tonight playing for the ACC championship because they learn from a loss. Uh, Dr. Hack, this idea
1: of learning from a loss, any other thoughts? Uh, As a matter of fact, while you're telling this story, I was thinking about when I was coaching at Trinity University in our 2007 season. Uh, We were playing Rhodes College on the road. Uh, That's in Memphis. And... uh, if you look at the pundits and the paperwork and the man for man on on paper, we should have rolled over those guys. We should have steamrolled them.
2: Yeah.
1: But we had a bad attitude. We had kind of half-stepped mm. it through practice all week. And, you know, all the players and even a couple of the younger coaches were like, man, we're gonna we're gonna hang 50 on these guys and go eat barbecue. You know? Well, we get on the game, our first offensive possession were, you know, we took a touchback and we fumbled the ball on our first play. Oh, wow. They recovered and Scored. Wow. You know, scoop scoop, and score for mm-hmm. a six. Our next offensive possession, first play, fumbled again. They scoop and scored for oh, six. no. Then uh. <laughs> something, ha- something else happened. I don't remember exactly what. Um, but before we knew it, we're at the end of the first quarter. It's 21 to nothing, and we haven't run an offensive Ooh. play yet. And fast forward to the end of the game, we end up losing that game, you know, 21 to 13 or something like that. And – it was funny. I wasn't following Jesus yet, but something was happening there where um we all kind of the coaching staff, especially the younger guys, the lesser experienced guys, we were telling each other, you know, I think something good is going to come out of this. Fast forward and I correct myself, I was following Christ. It was it was months after I was saved. Okay. So, um Fast forward, you know, toward the end of the season, we're in week six. We're playing Millsaps College, and we had lost. We were losing that whole game. Once again, the pundits—you look at them on paper—we shouldn't have been on the same field with Millsaps that year. Uh, They were the number five team in the nation in our division, and uh, they were in the early part of the game. They were scoring at will, but somehow we we hung in there and we kept it close. And at the end of the game, we get our final possession with like eight seconds left on the clock or 2 seconds left on the clock. 2 seconds. 2 seconds. Ah. If you look up Mississippi Miracle Trinity versus Millsaps, there's a lot of video clips on YouTube. The Missis, Mississippi Miracle. The Mississippi Miracle. So we're on our own 39-yard line and those kids remembered that loss in Mills in uh, in in uh, Memphis and so they lined up. I still remember the the play call it was 299 cruise shoot which is we send four guys deep and the uh the cruise route is like a, a short in, it's a shallow in. We threw the ball to the in, in route and the guys just started lateral in the football and we just told them, don't stop playing.
2: Amazing. Don't stop playing. You know,
1: I love it. 15 laterals later, uh, Riley Curry, who is uh, one of our tight ends, these slot back type guys, he ends up catching the ball because the kids were getting exhausted. They couldn't even lateral anymore. But the ball skips off the ground and the two defenders that were closest thought, well, the ball hit the ground, it's over. They looked at it like an incomplete pass, but it was a lateral. So that's technically so a still fumble. alive fumble.
2: Okay. So ball. the ball
1: bounces off the ground right into uh, into uh, Riley Curry's hands. And he sees that the other players had let up, so he just makes a beeline for the end zone, and he scores, and we end up winning that game. Wow, I bet the Wilson. fans Listen, went
2: nuts. Oh, yeah. They, it was <laughs> the wow. best thing I've ever been a part of. 15 laterals. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Now, I heard about the Music City miracle with Tennessee yep. one time, but I've never heard of anything... Fifteen laterals. Now, did you have that drawn up on a board somewhere? <laughs> we all tell everybody that we did. We,
1: uh, Coach Moore was joking with the media. He said, "Yeah, we practice that play every Thursday." You know, yeah. But no, absolutely not.
2: Now, hey, folks, the Mississippi Miracle. Uh, you can you can uh, Google that, and it'll come up. You can watch it. I've had the opportunity to watch it. It is one exciting I can't play. Wait to see but it. from a uh, losing. A team gets the resolve. We're not going to lose again. We're going to do whatever is necessary to win. Um, thank you, Dr. Hack. Um, when, when we think about losing tonight, spring forward, lose that hour of sleep. What are some things that you need to be losing? Uh, I kind of look at this date Um where now we spring forward every year uh, on the second Sunday of uh, of March, kind of like a another New Year's resolution, a New Year's Day. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at where we are. You know, uh, another thing I always had going on when I was growing up was, Mom said it's the day of. Spring cleaning. Uh, There was a point where we needed to get the stuff out. What are some things you need to be getting out of your life right now? Uh, Dr. Hack, you mentioned about losing the attitude. Losing the. How could a a bad attitude
1: just ruin someone else's day? Well, one of the things that we talk about in our family is is just being blind with a bad attitude. You know, Blind with a bad attitude. You're so focused on the one thing that you didn't get, or you know whatever it was the the relationship mm. issue that let you down in, in a particular moment of time, and you're so focused on that that you don't see the damage that that you do to every other aspect right. of your life. It's like looking through a straw. Right. And unfortunately, in my family, that's me. I'm that guy. You know, I get hyper focused on one thing and I don't see all the good that's going on around me. So one of the things that I have to lose is my straw. i got to mm. learn to step back and take a wider view. I,
2: I think we all are, Brian. Yeah. Scott, when you think about things people ought to lose, what are some things you would say? Well,
0: I was thinking something similar myself. Um, whenever I start thinking about you know, how I feel that my time has been abused mm. or I've been wronged, then I can't focus on others. And mm. when I finally come to that point where I, I, I start laughing at myself, all of a sudden I feel better
2: mm. when I start
0: spending time and energy thinking about other people. So
2: same as Brian, losing myself. Selfishness. Mm, Losing selfishness. That's a tough one to lose. But uh, when we think about Philippians, Paul said we need to get rid of selfish ambitions, we need to get rid of conceit and put others first you want to have real joy in life folks it's jesus others yourself hey we're the christian car guy show here and we're talking about losing and um it's a great thing to be losing so we'll see be back with you in just a few moments we take a quick break the christian Gar- car guy show you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com Hey, welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. I'm Dwayne Carson, filling in for Robbie Dillmore, and I'm with Date the Word, and if you would like to know your birthday, Date verse, uh, call us at 866 348 7884. We also have with us today Scott Barton, Jesus Labor of Love. And Scott, if you'll uh, take just another quick moment here, tell us again uh, how, if someone's out there has a need, what they should be doing to get their car repaired or maybe even to be able to get a car.
0: Okay. So if you could. If you have a phone or any kind of device, uh, laptop, desktop, anything, and and you're able or somebody in your family and you just pull up Christian Car Guy, you don't have to listen to the radio show. In fact, a very small percentage actually do. A lot of people hear it through different agencies or church members or somebody will tell them. So if you not computer savvy, or you don't have a computer, and you do have a friend or a grandkid or anybody, just go pull up Christian Guy and you scroll down to Jesus Labor of Love, and there's an easy application there. And um, we'd like for you to fill it out fully. You don't have to. Um, We're not going to call you up and vet you. What I do is I get it, and usually within 48, 72 hours, I call you up, and we pray together, and we just talk about life in general, and what you're going through, and what your needs are, and and we try to meet them. And a lot of people don't live in the triad, so wherever you're at, if you have a trusted mechanic, even if you don't know some, we have a list of mechanics throughout the state of North Carolina. You can go there, and um, then they call me, and we pay a portion of it with a credit card over the phone. And uh, occasionally, not often, but we do have... People that donate cars too, so we have a few people on a list, and um, and that's how we work. It's called Jesus Labor of Love, and it's through the Christian Car Guy Show.
2: Yeah, well, thank you, Scott. You know, I, I was a campus pastor at Liberty University for years, and one of the biggest questions parents would ask during the parent orientation is, uh, Pastor, do you know a trusted mechanic? Because here they are coming from different states and different locations, and everybody wants a trusted trusted mechanic. And yep. so, yep. Uh, again, uh, they can go to the Christian Car Guy, the website, and be able to let you know. And folks, you may know someone who needs some help. Let yep. them know this is a great ministry yeah. uh, to help people in a time of yeah. discouragement. Quite frankly, when they, when they don't have a vehicle or a car breaks down. Um, we also have Dr. Brian Hack, Coach Hack, here with us today, and we've been talking about losing, and uh, the reason we're talking about losing is that reminder, uh, spring forward tonight, lose an hour of sleep, don't be late for church tomorrow, uh, make sure you do it before you go to bed, and uh, as we think about losing, uh, just want to give a few thoughts to you, uh, you know, you might want to lose the attitude and coach hack talked about that you used a great statement there coach hack uh can you give that statement again about the attitude it i uh, used the word
1: blindness what was that quote uh i don't remember exactly how i said it but what i was thinking about was how when i get too fixated on myself it's like i'm looking through the world uh, looking at the world through a straw yeah. And so when you do that, you can see one little thing yeah. uh, that maybe it's a negative thing, and you get fixated on that negative thing, and then you become blind to all the good things that are going on around you. Absolutely. Bad
2: yeah. attitude causes you to become blind to the good things that are going on around you. Lose the attitude. I'll tell you another thing you ought to lose is the weight of sin. Hebrews mm-hmm. talks about that. Lay aside. Um, clean out. Spring cleaning. How about losing anxiety? Paul says that we're to be anxious for nothing. Uh, Cast your cares upon the Lord. So lose the anxiety. Um, Another thing I have on my list of things to lose is lose the distractions. Uh, This is where we bring that focus back in. Uh, Mary of Bethany is going to sit at the feet of Jesus, her sister Martha gets bent out of shape because she's got so much going on. And she's a server, she's making things happen for Jesus, but she became consumed with those details that took away from the most important. And maybe this weekend, having a time to lose, uh, that hour of sleep, Lose the distractions that are keeping you from doing the most important thing. Because Jesus said, "Martha, Martha, you are distracted with too many things." And and then uh, lose the idols. Mm. Now I know we don't have idols. Yes, we do. Idols of the heart. And and we put money before Jesus and we put pleasure before Jesus and we put our work before Jesus. We need to put our family before Jesus. Uh it's gotta be the Lord first. Who's sitting on the throne of your heart? Uh how about this one, coach? Lose the ego. Mm. Uh ego, edging God out, lose the ego. Um, I want to give, as we're wrapping up here now, uh, a challenge to you on something not to lose. Don't lose your soul. There's a lot of things you ought to lose this evening, tomorrow, as you think about this aspect of losing an hour of sleep. It's a time to lose, but folks, don't lose your soul. Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? Uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, today is the day of salvation, Second yeah. Chronicles 6.2. Give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't lose your soul. And now, from Date the Word, and I'm so thankful for Robbie Dilmore, Stu Epperson, they're the ones who helped me get Date the Word going. We got a big date coming up this week. It's a huge date. It's, I know you're thinking St. Patrick's Day, 317. No, 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 that's not the big date. The big date is 316. What verse do you think of when you hear 316? You think of John 316. Now, I'm challenging every one of you on 316, put on every social media you have John 3.16, use the Billy Graham picture of him sharing John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes him should not perish but have everlasting life. Let's make the gospel known on 3.16 on 3.16 by sharing John 3.16. And folks, that's a great challenge. Every one of us can do that. Start now thinking how I can share John 3.16 on 3.16. Folks, we want to thank you for listening in today. Um, Scott, any last words you want to give from the component of Jesus' labor of love?
0: Yeah, for those out there listening, and if you have a junk car that maybe just needs some tires or some brakes and and you don't want to put any money into it, we actually have mechanics, 100% volunteer basis. We have junkyard guys. We have people that can tow trucks. Um, I mean, we we could use it. We could use some car donations. Um, So pray about it, and thanks again for listening.
1: Dr. Hack? It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Losing
2: can be profitable. It's it's never fun. (laughs) It's not fun. But it can be profitable. Uh, We hope you have a great weekend as you uh, now think about how valuable Ecclesiastes 3.6 is. Yes, there's a time to gain, but it's also a time to lose. So this weekend, lose some things Do some spring cleaning of your heart, and have a real blessed weekend. And I'm going to say it, go Hoos. Have a wonderful weekend. This
0: This is the Truth Network.